0: Hey friends, welcome to February the twenty fourth and Thursday. I hope your week is going well. We are about to wrap up our week for enough for today. We are going to wrap up Psalm thirty six. There'll be one more Psalm in the books for us, and um, I don't want to blow the surprise, but um, but don't don't miss next week. I'll just I'll just tell you that okay. I got something special planned, and uh, I think it will bless you. All right, so we're in Psalm thirty six today. And uh, we are coming towards the end. We talked yesterday about David's prayer. Continue thy loving kindness unto them that know thee and thy righteousness to the upright in heart. Verse 11 and 12. We come to the last two verses of the psalm. Let not the foot of pride come against me and let, let not the hand of the wicked remove me. So now we see David doesn't want to get off course. He wants to walk with God for the duration of his life. He has contrasted in verses one through four the deathliness, the wrong way, the way that is not good of sin. And then he has explosively painted this unbelievable picture of lavish abundance and generous love and mercy. Verses five. Through nine, fountain of life, river of pleasure, abundant satisfaction, shadow of thy wings, excellent loving kindness, deep judgments, mountainous righteousness, expansive faithfulness, heavenly mercy. I mean, that was a backward interpretation of all of it, but I mean, just a lavish picture. And then in verse 10, he says, I I want to continue in that loving kindness. So so God, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you to protect me, keep me, let my steps, keep my feet. I'm sorry, let not the foot of pride come against me and let not the hand of the wicked remove me. So I don't want to get knocked off course or be removed from the course I'm on. Keep my feet walking this path. Keep my heart and life and soul experiencing your loving kindness and your presence and your righteousness and my heart in an upright way, in a a right place. And let not the foot of pride come against me. I'll tell you why I got that confused with his own feet is because as I'm reading this, I'm thinking the foot of pride that threatens me the most is my pride. Okay. I think maybe we want to project immediately that it's someone else, and maybe it was in David's mind. But um, I think it's clear in this psalm that David is seeing sin, seeing himself as vulnerable to the same kind of sin and the same kind of 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 undoing of sin that's portrayed in verses 1 through 4. And so he's praying for God's uh, protective journeying with him and keeping the the traps and the keeping pride at bay in his own life, and keeping uh, the pride of his enemies from rising against him. Let not the hand of the wicked. And again, I think um, my my own my own sin, my own flesh, uh, could could lead me astray. My own foot can lead me astray. My own pride, my own wickedness. Um, And so David is praying for protection from sin. He's saying, God, I don't uh, don't want to fall. I don't want to fail. I want to walk with you. I want to lock in on your heart. And I want to know your heart and experience your heart and go with your heart uh, for the duration of my life. Let me ask you, my friend, um, what would it take to get you to quit? what would it take to get you so disappointed with God that you give up on Him? What would it take to distract you away from church, away from the Word of God, away from the call of God, away from the purposes that He's ordained for your life and for your church body, for your family engaged with your church body in the mission of Jesus in this church age until He comes? What does it take to sideline you and to get you disengaged from the difference-making call um, of God. Because David, I mean, David wants to lock in, and he wants to experience the mercy, the goodness, the lavish generosity of God, and he wants to experience the righteousness, thy righteousness, right things, right ways, right living, right purposes, right values, And in this, he says, God, uh, protect me and and don't let pride and wickedness draw me away from the path you want me to walk. I know we all are limping forward. I know that we're growing forward. I know that we all have our struggles. But the the kind of struggle that David's talking about here is a diversionary struggle. It's not just these momentary struggles struggles with flesh that that are, you know, normal to the Christian journey as you're journeying in the in the in the abundant mercy of God. This is a this is a total derailing of faith and trust and living out in the relationship of God and in the purposes of God. And so I don't know, maybe today I'm talking to somebody that is just right on the edge of of giving up or walking away. Maybe you've had something unfold in your life that has just perplexed your faith and you're second guessing and doubting everything. Can I challenge you to get your eyes out of verses one through four, the destruction and devastation of sin? Get your eyes back on verses five through nine, the massive good heart of God. And then pray this prayer from your heart Oh, continue thy loving kindness unto me, make it personal. Lord, I want to continue knowing you. I want to continue living out your righteousness. Don't let the foot of pride, my own pride, I think I know better. I'm giving up. I'm going to go give, I'm going to try another way. Don't let the hand of the wicked remove me. God, keep me on this road, this good road. This is a a good prayer to pray, friend, that you would be faithful to God like he is and will be and always has been faithful to you. And so we'll leave it there. That's enough for today. God, help me to be faithful. That's really what David's praying. Help me to be faithful to you as you've been faithful to me. We'll see you tomorrow.